Hello, this is Dr. Nancy O'Reilly, and I would like to welcome you to Smart Amazing Conversations with Dr. Nancy, a podcast that takes a look at stories of life and leadership for smart, amazing women and men like you. The most important thing is showing up. Don't think that you have to bring anything. Bring yourself, show up. And, and remain steadfast and be a... If you are in a position of leadership and a position of management, bring women along with you. Supporting women is my passion and my purpose. And talking with other women and men who promote women's leadership is one of my favorite things to do. I've yet to meet a woman who did not know what she really wanted. She was just either right. afraid to ask the questions or she was afraid of what the answers meant. Their stories connect us and help us to understand that the possibilities are endless if we support each other and lift other women up. Trust is created by persistent identity. I show up as myself time and time and time again. And trust is built. It's one conversation at a time. Hello, I'm Dr. Nancy O'Reilly. I'm happy to welcome Barkley DeVoe back to Smart Amazing Conversations with Dr. Nancy. Barkley is a filmmaker who is dedicated to raising the visibility of women in front and behind the camera. As a director-producer who grew up acting in films, television, and Broadway shows, Barkley played Liza Minnelli's daughter in the Tony Award-winning musical The Rink, and she played Drew Barrymore's best friend on the big screen and appeared Michelle Pfeiffer and Al Pacino in the classic film Scarface, all by the age of 15. The renowned director, Alan, I'm going to probably destroy this name, Pakula. That's right, Alan Pakula. Alan Pakula, he directed Sophie's Choice and also All the President's Man, which was wonderful, recognized Barclay's passion for filmmaking beyond her acting. He encouraged her to study all aspects of directing, which she did. Graduating from Choate Rosemary Hall at USC School of Cinematic Arts. She has collaborated with major studios on numerous films, television shows, and theatrical productions, and earned several honors for her work, including two Emmy Awards. Wow. Special recognition from the Academy of Television Arts and Sciences and a Sony Music Directors Award. She has been honored for her theatrical directing work on 12 Angry Men as performed by 12 Impassioned Women. Barclay's new venture is the Cassandra Project, a trilogy of short films about women whose voices are disregarded and dismissed in high-stakes situations, which is very dangerous for everyone. I'm very excited to hear more about this project, and I want to welcome Barkley back to conversations with smart, amazing people like yourself. Welcome. Thank you, Dr. Nancy, and thank you for that beautiful introduction. Um, And thank you for being a part of it. I I, I think it's important we share right off the bat in this conversation that you're a partner in this project now, and that means so much to me. I'm thrilled to have you on board and to have your support and partnership in this, and I think that, you know, your listeners and audience need to know how beautiful it is for me that you responded so quickly and emphatically about this project and understood immediately the importance of of what we're trying to do with this trilogy and the impact it can have. So thank you. You're very, very welcome. Just to give you a little bit of history from from my end, one of my first projects was called Women Speak. And this really goes back before the foundation was ever, ever created. And it really came from my own personal views and feelings of being invisible and not being listened to 
and being disregarded, especially in very, very important situations. So basically, we're on the same path. We're just going at a different angle. Mm -hmm. But all know people love films and visual aids are always important. And when we when we see something on the big screen, it seems to impact us more. Yes. So I am totally behind this. And I just want to talk a little bit about how you got started, because one of the things I think is so important, uh, Barkley, is that they're going to look at you, you you know, when you read your your Vita, you know, about who you are, what you've accomplished, everyone goes, everything must be so wonderfully easy for her. Mm -hmm. But, But that's not always true. It's the story that each of us has to tell to, especially other women. Yes. So important because really there's always a connection when women begin to tell their stories and they're not always about butterflies and flowers right, and rainbows and, and yeah, yeah rainbows <laughs> and unicorns and all Yeah, it's not always like that. Yeah. No, yeah. Mean, so tell us about you, how you got to be you and where where you came from and how you became you today. <laughs> Thank you. That's a big one. Um Yes. Well, uh, as you already said, I was very fortunate, actually, in that I grew up acting and had some incredible mentors uh, along the way in my life um, from the time I was a child, starting with my own mother and grandmother, who encouraged me creatively and created a situation in which I could grow up acting. And then some beautiful mentors like Alan Pakula um, and other big directors who really did recognize that I was very interested in every single thing going on behind the camera. And maybe I wanted to do what they were doing. So I will be forever grateful to them for encouraging me and starting to teach me when I was 10, 11, 12 years old, different camera lenses and help them, you know, make decisions about production design and things like that. They really made me feel a part of the whole thing when when they recognized that I, I was interested in that. And let, then- let me, let me just throw this in real quick. Yeah. This is some. This is a key, key piece right here. There are not enough women directors and producers in the uh-uh. film business, so that what you're doing is also breaking more of those barriers. And yes, making way for other women directors, producers in the film business. So there, yes, I said it <laughs> absolutely. And let's talk about that for a few minutes because yeah. you know that that's a really huge issue that continues to be a really huge issue. When I was in film school at USC, I was in a class of 30 and four of us were women. So I do believe USC film school has achieved gender parity at this point in their production program, but Mm -hmm. still 7% of female directors of feature films, 7% are women. Yeah. It's a major problem. And I think that we are sometimes misled these days by encouraging articles and i and i love the encouraging articles don't get me wrong but you know the hollywood reporter or variety write an article about a successful female director people think oh problem solved that is that is absolutely not the case no. the number is still 7% and we need to do something about that you know and i think we are doing something about that not only with this project, the Cassandra Project, are we telling the stories of three different women who haven't been heard leading to dangerously high stakes, but we are working as a team with more than 90% women as our producers um, and our creative team, our editor, our composer, 
nine, more than 90% women. That is upside down in, in the real film world. So we're really trying to, to do that as well with this one. But thank you for saying that because, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, that's something I deal with every day. And as grateful as I am for the opportunities I've had in my life, I have had to fight really hard to get into the rooms that I've been in. So yeah, no, it, it isn't easy and the barriers still exist. And one thing that is encouraging and that I love in my relationship with you and particularly what we're doing together on this project is that it does take women supporting women to change this situation. 100% we need to support each other and yeah. lift each other up and encourage each other and collaborate on these types of, of projects so that we change the reason you got into this, as you yeah. said. Well, right? no, uh, you just gave the mission statement for Women Connect for Good right there, is that if one woman supported one other woman yep. and lifted her up, this would be a completely different world. And that's true of every profession and every every uh, venue as far as uh, careers are concerned or whatever area that you choose to go into. If Absolutely. you find a woman who can support you and lift you up in that arena. And I'm sure that's what you've been doing for other women too, is lifting them up in the film business and production and directing business as well. So, I mean, it's so, so very important. But, you know, I started out with telling you about a personal part, which is the personal thing that I felt myself, which was not being heard or feeling and probably feeling invisible. As I was growing older, I start to feel very, very invisible. Before I kind of carried a big stick and kind of got my way because I kind of pushed and kind of prodded. And, you know, I mean, like I said, I, I was not the quiet one in the room. And oftentimes if you're not the quiet in the room, you're either you're either in trouble or sometimes yep. you get to be the leader. It's really interesting how that works. Yeah. But for me, it really was a personal journey that I, I wanted to know how other women felt. Women, the women speak project was really about how other women felt about the things that I was feeling and the struggles that I was having. So for you, what was the triggers for you other than, again, that 70%, but what was it for you that really chose this path and for you to choose this uh, trilogy, the Cassandra project? Yeah. Well, the, the incident that occurred in my life that really led to this specific project was a medical situation. So in late 2020, I started having various strange symptoms in, in different parts of my body. And um, within a few months, it became clear that something was very, very wrong medically. And I began to see doctors, many doctors, all kinds of doctors regularly. At some point, it became so bad that I was begging them nearly daily to help me. And I was dismissed, disregarded, disbelieved. I was sent by three of the doctors recommended me that I go to psych. Yeah, you were, it's, in your, it's in your head because they can't yeah. find what's wrong. Yeah. It's, it's got to be in your head. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's, that's common for women to be dismissed and go, oh, you're hysterical. Oh, oh, it's that time of the month, isn't it? You're just overreacting. It's yeah. so common. And, I, and you know, I'll, I'll finish my story and then I'll share with you how many women I've heard from once I started speaking about this, who've had similar situations with different uh, medical ailments, but the same thing, like, oh, the doctor recommended me, you know, recommended I see a psychiatrist. And it's like, there was something very physically wrong. Uh, so anyway, I spent months and months and months and months, nearly daily begging doctors for help. And again, I was dismissed, disregarded, disbelieved, ignored to the point where 
of what I had got so bad that I, um, I had a seizure that I think saved my life uh, because it put me in the ER and um, I was in an induced coma for nine days. They found that I had a swollen brain with bacterial meningitis and encephalitis. Mm-hmm. I had a heart infection. Um, a bact- it was a, bact- a rare bacterial infection. Uh, I had a temporary pacemaker for uh, almost two months. I had, um, will have, because it sparked an autoimmune disease called mast cell activation syndrome, which causes frequent anaphylaxis with elevated histamine and tryptase levels. It had invaded my connective tissue, which caused several injuries, which require surgery to repair my muscles, joints. Um, So seven systems of my body were critically infected by this bacteria by the time any doctor in a professional setting heard me, listened to me and believed me. And I was nearly dead. Yeah, Um, you had had almost died. Yeah, and I really almost did. And so now I'm happy to say I have an incredible team of wonderful doctors who have and continue to save my life. um, And, you know, I'm on the right treatment and it's working. But the journey to get there was traumatic. And uh, you were just talking about the women in the room who speak up and they either get in trouble or they're the leader. And I have had a situation throughout most of my life where I'm one of those women in the room who speaks up. And most of the time I'm the leader. I was unaccustomed to not being heard. And Mm -hmm. this was probably the most important time I ever needed to be heard in my life. I was dying. I was actually dying and nobody was hearing me or no professionals who could help me. I should say my friends heard me, but no professionals who could help me were hearing me. And because of that, I very nearly died. And throughout the past year, as I've been on treatment and recovering from this, I felt a responsibility to turn it into something impactful that amplified women's voices and shed light on this situation, not just in medicine, but as you mentioned earlier, also in every arena, right? Um, Hence hence the trilogy, because I want to tell three different stories of three different women from very different backgrounds, different ages, and in completely different situations. But each of them will have the common thread of whatever the situation is, the stakes are dangerously high in which these women are disbelieved or not heard or disregarded and dismissed. And so that was the impetus for me creating this project. Which which one of those women will you be in the trilogy? <laughs> so, well, we always put ourselves in everything. If we paint something, we the person right. like, look like us, whatever we do, we put we can't help but not put a part of ourselves in everything that we do. But absolutely you know, which which one of those women will be you? Maybe we should wait and make, uh, you know, maybe we should just let people be surprised. I don't Well, know. I will, I, I will give you a little teaser and I, and I can't give everything away about all the films, obviously, because we need people to, you know, go see them when they're done. But I will say my own story is being turned into a sci-fi horror film written by my creative partner, Francis Delatore and my dear, dear friend, Nay Ibong. And they're working in, they both know me intimately and have been through this journey with me and they are turning my story into a sci-fi horror. So, which is perfect, (laughs) which is perfect because it is. That's exactly what it, that's exactly what it was. We're in a sci-fi horror story. Oh my God. Yeah. Great. Well, you know, I can't imagine, you know, that the women, especially in this audience, as they see this film, 
will just walk out being very, very angry and very, very motivated. And, and because I think with each of these three people that the women in that audience will connect with and feel very, very similar to as far as their stories. So I, I think it, it's absolutely wonderful that you're doing this. So what is the next step for you? Because uh-huh. I think this is, you know, we've talked about the Cassandra project. It's 90% women, which is fantastic, which it should be. Right. Uh, but of course, you know, we, you know, the one thing, my last book was called In This Together. So having male sponsors and male allies oh, is yeah. extremely important. And I want to always preface that because it's conversations with all men and women who really care about bringing us all together to change the world for good. So yes, absolutely. Uh, your your team uh, is are devoted and and do these women have where where do these other women come from as far as their their value and and even the men that you're working with? Too? Yes, yes. So well, Francis is a man and he has uh, been my creative partner since film school since okay. USC film school. Yay. So um, uh, he's an incredible uh, writer, director, and cinematographer himself. Um, and so he's going to be the cinematographer for all of our films, but he's a co-writer on one of them, along with my dear friend, Nay, who is uh, a studio executive and a brilliant writer, and uh, she's done it all. So the, together, they are the ones who are writing my project. So I have several women who are producers who I've worked with on various projects over the years, one of whom I also went to film school with, who's on board as a producer. And then I have friends, female friends, who have not produced films before, who wanted to get involved in this and who are lending their talent and time uh, to this in the fundraising aspect and learning about all of the film. So I have so many women who are producers who are involved. Also, my composer, Yvette Jackson, is uh, a woman who I went to high school with. She's a brilliant composer. And we have been trying to figure out what to collaborate on for years and immediately knew that this was the project. Another dear friend, Jenna Vanoy, she grew up acting with me. We grew, we've known each other since we were six years old. Uh, yeah. Some people in your audience might recognize her. She was an actress on a show called Blossom. She played the best friend named Six on a series called Blossom in the 90s. So some of your viewers might know her. Maybe. But she's also a brilliant writer. And so she wrote one of the scripts we're doing. And uh, my friend Laura, who is a doctor, who was holding my hand throughout the entire journey of being sick, getting sicker, not getting a diagnosis, reassuring me that I wasn't crazy and that she was going to try to help me find someone to listen to me. She's a part of this project. My friend Brooke, who is a retired police officer, is a part of this project. uh, Yeah. And then I have five five, um, population. Yeah. And then um, five or six women... Mandy, Stephanie, Rebecca, Debbie, people, uh, women who I have produced with along the years who are just incredible, you know, film and television producers who are actually producing this project with us as well. My dear friend Kaylee, who is a multi-talented actress, writer, producer, um, social media guru, is an essential member of this team. So, like I said, just an incredible group of mostly women. Not only a team, but a wonderful family. A wonderful family. Exactly. This is a family. And that is what it feels like. That is what it feels like. This question is 
coming in and out of my mind. It's flowing in and out. What after, I mean, what do you plan to do? I mean, first of all, you've got goals and objectives that you want this film to produce. Mm -hmm. And maybe I should ask you that question first. But one of the things that I'm thinking about, because again, when, when Women Connect, Women Speak was formed, I did not really have an overall plan other than I knew my personal journey, what I wanted to see happen. Yeah. But but again, it blossomed and it grew and it became well, Women Connect for Good, which is podcast books and uh, speaking and going out and, you know, really, really targeting the things that are important, which is yeah. visibilities, women's voices, women connecting with other women and supporting other women. Mm -hmm. But for you and this film, there'll probably be not only backlash, but there'll also be many, many positive things that will come from it. That you know, and, and and I think you have to be be prepared for both because uh, sure. you know, it's an opportunity. You know, for me, when the opportunity when opportunity knocks, it's time to do something about it. So, for you, what what do you hope to accomplish, and what do you hope will will come from this film, so that others can benefit from the hard work that you you and your team are, are and this film that you're producing? Great question. Yes. Uh, so. We want to obviously get it out there and, and, and get it seen by as many people as possible so that it has the greatest impact. And you mentioned earlier that, you know, there might be uh, women in, who, who watch this who feel angry, but also motivated. And I think that that is ultimately my goal, along with this beautiful family that I have around me, Danny and, and Kaylee and Laura and Brooke and Debbie and step like, you know, this group of us who have been putting this together really care that people leave this experience motivated, right? They may be also enraged because it does. I, I think there, I think there will be not one woman in the theater or who streams this at home who doesn't connect with this in some way because there are different situations and because there are different, um, you know, protagonists from of different ages, from different backgrounds, but it's the motivating factor that is most important to me. Yes. Let's, what can we do with that rage? What can we do with, with that anger, which is really what happened with me this past year is what can I do with this trauma and this rage that I have about spending six of the last 12 months in a hospital bed because doctors didn't listen to me early enough to cut this off before it became critical, right? What can we do that's positive with this? How do we move it forward and make sure that we continue talking about this message. And, and for that reason, yes, we need these, we need these films in this project to be seen. So one, one outlet is um, festivals and there are several film festivals that really feature women's voices. And so I think those are uh, a great place to start. Uh, I think we can also send the project in to the Academy for potential nomination for a short film and uh, for the Oscars. But I also want to do more with it. And uh, some of our team members, specifically my dear friend Danny, who is a producer of this project, and my friend Debbie are working on additional outlets where we can almost create um, some sort of tour where we can take the Cassandra Project out on tour and showcase it at conferences for different for in different arenas uh, for different professions, right? Like one of my one of my very good friends, who's an executive producer on this project, Saba, wants to show this at medical conferences so that it can have impact in in, in that arena. Um, you know, I think the possibilities are are great, and I'm only just beginning to learn what some of those are because my world has always been 
film and typically feature film where, you know, we have sold our film to distributors who have a marketing team and distribute the film. And on this one, it's a little bit different because starting with the crowdfunding aspect, right? I've never done that before. And then ending with what are the distribution outlets for this type of project? Um, and I'm just learning because uh, I have this great team family around me, um, what some of those outlets are. And I'm excited to share it with all of them and just get it out into as many places as possible. So as many viewers, and you're right, men and women, because male allies are incredibly important. They're a crucial element of amplifying women's voices and advancing this cause to see them. Yeah, we don't want to create any silos. We don't want to. No, we, no. We want to open as many doors as possible. Well, uh, Barkley, what Women Connect would do is we connect for good. We connect. We're a connector. We're a collaborator. So again, you're, you're already talking to someone as far as collaboration and connection. You know, and of course, we, you talked about Lift Women Up. We have the Lift Women Up campaign. We are, uh, we are also connected with many organizations that that are doing very much about women's voices and gender equity and equality. So women, women empowerment in all aspects, but again, women and men power working together. Yes. The power to, not the power of. Yes. Yes. We, we've, uh, you know, we're, we're here and that's one of the reasons why uh, Women Connect for Good jumped in on this project because again, it's down the path. It's we're, we're down the path, the same journey. So, you know, and I think that that's where the value of everything comes from. I went to the Santa Barbara Film Festival and all the producers and directors were there. And one of the films that that they were they were speaking about was Hidden Figures. And mm -hmm. I know that this has probably been one of the most one of the best films ever. But the point is it took over 10 years to get to audiences and it really then showed us that what we don't know about women, what we don't know about, we wouldn't have a space program for what wasn't, wasn't for these amazing, amazing. black, these women of yeah. color and yeah. computers and all the above. So, so again, this is an opportunity to educate and to give people, this is what you want to, you know, lift women up is if you support one other woman every single day. The world will be a different place. Yeah, and I both change the world. Change the world. Change. The, so I, you know, and I, and you talk about it being a movement, but everything is yeah. a movement. Yeah. And, and right now, we need something like this more than ever. We really do. We need some. We need some good juju. You know, we need some good things going on. I think I don't know about you, but since COVID, and I mean, COVID's helped me to decide who I want to spend time with and who I don't want to spend time with more than anything. That's <laughs> Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I, and I, you know what? I also found out I really don't mind spending time with myself. So I think and I'm, your horses and your horses. And my horses, <laughs> my horses. And and of course, I did throw it out there that we just did our first independent film production here. So at Southern California Equestrian Center might be a location for you. Yes, it might be. I'm very excited to scout it with you next month. I'm very when I'm back in LA. Come and see. But all right, well, let's get to the important stuff, which is you need funding. You need some yes. assistance with this. And so Sorry. that's okay. Quick, quick disconnect. Right. We don't want to disconnect. We're nope, not at this, stuff, not right? this so, exact moment. Well, we don't want to disconnect. Know <laughs> what people can do. And as, as you've already said, Women Connect for Good is a funder for this independent film and very excited about that connection. And we will also use that, use this film as a way to continue the work that we're doing. So wonderful. That's wonderful. that's the best news for all of it. It just I, continues. So thrilled. So how do they find about you find out more about you and where they can send their money? 
Yes. So <laughs> we launched the fundraising campaign about three weeks ago, and you can find it at www.thecassandraproject.net. If you click on the make a pledge button, you will learn more about the, the, you will be taken straight to the fundraising page. You can learn more about the team. You can watch a video of me sharing my story and uh, meet the team members and see some of our press. And there we have various incentive levels you can choose to contribute at that give you some different fun things you can get at different levels of, of contribution. And I think it's important to say that um, our campaign ends October 28th. So at the time you're watching this, we have about two and a half weeks left in the campaign. And we really want to not just hit our goal, but exceed it because we will have marketing costs on the back end. We will have costs associated with continuing to get the word out once we complete the shooting of these films. So every dollar, every penny is deeply appreciated. And um, yep, www.thecassandraproject.net. I believe you'll probably put on your site, Dr. Nancy, yes. the, the yes. social media handles yes. and everything, yes. right? We, um, where people we will, we will do that. And of course, the podcast will come out. But in the meantime, we can also help promote your uh, your project as well. So, so say it very clearly. Where do they go and what do they do? Yes. Where, where you go is www.thecassandraproject.net. And that is spelled C-A-S-S-A-N-D-R-A, Cassandra Project, thecassandraproject.net. That is our website. It can take you straight to the fundraising page if you click on the big purple pledge button that will be very visible. You can go through all of our stuff. And what we need from you is any contribution you, you can afford, please consider donating to this project so that we can amplify women's voices and help us spread the word. So again, at the time, at the time you're watching this, we have about two and a half weeks left in this campaign. It ends October 28th. So please don't delay, get the word out, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your neighbors, give what you can be a part of this. And I really mean that sincerely, be a part of this. Every person who has contributed, not just on the incredible level uh, that you, Dr. Nancy, have contributed and, and, and are a partner on this project. But every person who has contributed anything is a part of this project and a part of the solution. And we need you. So please, please check it out and give what you can. Because you, as you know, Mark Barkley, we're all in this together. We are. We are in this together. And I know well, you, you mean it so sincerely and it touches I really, me I really so do. deeply. It's, it's, uh, it's so exciting when, and we, when we develop another relationship for our collaboration and another way for Women Connect for Good to, to do what it's been doing all these years. So congratulations, continue to best. And again, we urge everyone to join the Lift Women Up campaign, which are 52 weeks of things that women can do every single day or every single week to lift another woman up. And I'll guarantee you, if you lift another person up, you've lifted yourself as well. So yeah. change the world. Change the world. That's what it's about. We we're all here for reasons, but we and but we're all here to to help one another. So yep. Barkley, such a good time talking with you again. You have Thank a you. wonderful day and we you too. So when you get back, you better come on out to the barn. I'll show you around Southern. Oh, California. I definitely will. Don't worry. I'll be there. I'll be there. Right. I can't wait right. to see you next month. Okay. See you later. Thanks. Have a Bye, great Dr. Day. Nancy. Thank right. you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. If you enjoy these smart, amazing conversations, please subscribe, rate, and review them on Apple Podcasts, 
Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And read and enjoy more amazing stories in my books, In This Together, How Successful Women Support Each Other in Work and Life, and Leading Women, 20 Influential Women Share Their Secrets to Leadership, Business, and Life. Thank you for listening.